the blessing of God does not fail. He said, the blessing of the Lord naked rich and added no soul. Every child of God has been given. But not every child of God has received. This is the word lambano. Lambano is an acting word. Lambano means to take. Amen. Lambano means to go and get a hold of something. They that receive abundance of grace shall reign in life. It says grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. Worship Just worship him. Blessed be his name. There's no one like him. It's the Alpha and Omega. Just worship him. Just worship him. Lord, we bless you. We adore you. Glory be to your name. Thank you for your presence in our lives. Thank you for your presence in this place. Right now our hearts and our minds are open to receive the word of God. I pray for your people. I don't receive it as a truth of God. I don't receive it as a better way. It'll be transformed as your word abides in there. It'll bring forth much fruits of the word of God. That grace and peace be multiplied unto them. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. How was your week? So last week we started the series, right? Don't be what? Don't be a lukewarm Christian. Don't be lukewarm. Praise God. Don't be lukewarm. Don't be a lukewarm Christian. Let's go back to that Revelation chapter, chapter 3, verse 14. Revelation chapter 3. Verse 14. Are you there? Can I see your Bibles? Are your Bibles? Just wave it. Wave it. 
some of you are not here to Bibles. Why? Why you not here with your Bibles? How can a lady carry a bag and yet there's no Bible inside? <laughs> Always come to church with your Bible. Amen. Yes. Verse 14, right? Chapter 3, verse 14. It says, And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things said the Amen. Hallelujah. The faithful and true witness the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would that thou were cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I'll spew you, I'll spew thee out. Of my mouth. Hallelujah. This is the Lord talking. Amen. He's uh, talking to the church. And he says that at that present time, the church in Laodicea were lukewarm. They were neither cold nor hot. Hallelujah. And uh, we see the mind of God concerning such Christians. Amen. We see his mind. What's his mindset? He says, I'll squeeze you out of my mouth. He says, I don't like the way you are. Right? That's what he say, right? Does he like the way they are lukewarm? He, he, he doesn't like it. Praise God. He doesn't like it. They're just, they're just dead Christians, you know? They're just dead. You know, there's some Christians, they're like, they're just, they're just dead. Neither cold, nor hot. They are not on fire for God, but they are not totally, they're not totally Hallelujah. And here he's talking about their zeal, their passion, how passionate they are. Amen. He's not talking about their physical temperature, whether they are cold or hot. Praise God. He's talking about their passion. How passionate they are for the work of God. He says, I know your works. Amen. And he's not talking to ministers. Praise God. He's talking to the church. Hallelujah. So he sent the letter to the, to the pastor so that the pastor can tell the brethren. Praise God. Amen. So the pastor can tell the brethren 
And that's, 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 that's something very important. Amen. You see, because some, there, there's some Christians that they don't go to church. They, they say, I serve God. I serve God by my, directly. <laughs> They don't they say I serve God, you know. I don't have to go to church. The Bible says we should not be like such. Hallelujah. In that Hebrews it says we should not practice those those be like those who forsake the assembly. Hallelujah. Forsake the assembly because we've been commanded, hallelujah. We've been commanded to assemble, amen. It's a command from the Lord to go to church, amen. So, those who don't go to church, they are forsaking the assembly. So, if you know somebody like that, you got to talk to them, amen. You're, gonna, you're not functioning right. You gotta tell them you're not functioning right. You gotta come to church. You gotta go to church. Glory to God. Because you see, the church, I told you last week, I said the church is God's business. Amen. It's God's company. Hallelujah. It's God's house. So if a Christian say, I, I don't go to church, or I'm not into church, that means you are not into God's work. You're not into God's business. That's what you're saying. Hallelujah. Praise God. And that's a, that's a defective. That Christian is defective. He has a defect already. Praise God. You see, this is so important. You can't say, oh, I'm a Christian, but I don't, I don't go to church. You must go to church. You must. You must go to church. You must. Hallelujah. Hello? You must. I mean, look at this. He sends, Jesus then sent the, the letter to individuals. He sent it to who? The angel, the pastor. Praise God. So if somebody does not come to church, that person will not hear the message from the Lord. Amen. That's it. That's it. Person won't get the message. Person won't know what the Lord is saying. Praise God. So I said, when he's talking about being hot on cold, he's talking about how passionate, how zealous. They are zeal for the Lord. They are zeal for the things of God. They are passion for the things of God. So if you check yourself today, would you say you are hot, cold, 
or lukewarm? What would you <laughs> what would you classify yourself? Or which <laughs> which category do you think the Lord will classify you? First yeah. If you think you are cold, well, you have to buckle up. Amen. You got to buckle up. One time he told them in uh, that Corinthians, he says, examine yourself. We talked this last year. He says, examine yourself whether you're being in the faith. Hallelujah. He says, test your own self. Prove your own selves. He says, know you not that Jesus Christ is in you, except you fail to meet the test. Hallelujah. He says, examine yourself. Glory to God. So it's important. You've got to examine yourself. Amen. You've got to examine yourself through the word of God. So when you examine yourself, are you are you cold? Are you lukewarm? Are you hot? So important. Amen. You know, I told you we're in the last days and the Lord is at hand. The King is at hand. Praise God. And it's time for us to get ready. Praise God. You see, because the resurrection is anytime, anytime soon. The rapture of the church is anytime soon. Praise God. Amen. And the Bible has told us that we have to meet some certain criteria. Hallelujah. Amen. To meet first flights. To meet first flights, you have to meet certain criteria. Hallelujah. So, look at it. It says, you're neither hot nor cold. It says, I would that you were hot, cold or hot. So because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold, I'll spit you out of my mouth. It says, I'll spit you out of my mouth. Praise God. Let's continue. It says, because thou said, I am rich, and increased with, with goods, and I, have need no, and I have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art richer, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked, Praise God. He says that they are saying that they are rich and they are okay. So, I guess in this this church was financially doing well. They had money, so they were like, "Oh, we, we, we are, you know, the Lord is blessing us. We are blessed, you know." <laughs> Praise God. But look at what the Lord said about them. He says, you know not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. So the Lord is seeing them spiritually. To them, physically, they were okay. We have been, they are enjoying the blessings of God. 
the Lord says you're poor. He says you're poor. Because the Lord is looking spiritually. Amen. The Lord does not look at outward things. He looks at their works and says they were poor. They were not rich in works. They were not rich in good works. I counsel thee to buy of me gold, tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich. Praise God. It says, I counsel thee to buy of me gold, tried in the fire, that thou may be rich, in white raiment, that thou may be clothed, in that thy shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thy eyes with eyesalves, that thou mayest see. Praise God. He's telling them, come to the word. Hallelujah. Come to the word of God. The word of God contains the gold. Hallelujah. The word of God is what will clothe you. The word of God is what will make you rich. The word of God is what will open your eyes. Remember, he is the word. Amen. Nineteen. He says, "As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten." See that? He says, "As many as I love, I rebuke. I rebuke." So he's rebuking them here because he loves them. Praise God. Me too. I rebuke you because I love you. <laughs> Praise God. He says, Man, as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore. Look at that. See that? He says, Be zealous. That's a command. Hello? Are you with me? I'm not writing. I'm not writing. Why? Why? You got a right. First God. Revelation that is not retrievable is unusable. First God. You got a right. Don't just come to church and you're listening. You got a right. Remember, I told you that's how sleep comes. You're not right here, you're just like this. You got a right. First God. It says, be zealous, therefore, and repent. Hallelujah. He's telling them, be zealous, and repent. Change your ways. Praise God. Glory to God. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. You see that? This is behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. You see that? He's talking to Christians. 
Right? He's talking to the church. He's talking to those that are lukewarm. Praise God. He's talking to the lukewarm Christians, the cold Christians, and the lukewarm Christians. He says, I, I, I knock. I'm knocking. He says, I'm knocking. Because he's not abiding in their hearts. Praise God. So he's knocking from outside. But Christ is supposed to be living in you. Hallelujah. He's supposed to be dwelling in you. To the one that is hot. To the one that is on fire. Christ dwells in him. Hallelujah. The words dwell in him richly. Glory to God. But to the cold and the lukewarm Christian, he says, I'm knocking. He's outside. He's not abiding. He says, I knock. I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him. And he, and will sup with him. And he with me. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, when Christ dwells in you, you are on fire. You will be hot. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. When he dwells in you, when he lives in you, you'll be on fire. Praise God. You'll be on fire. But when when he's not dwelling in you, you're like it's outside. So you see Christians that Christ you see them they're not on fire, they're lukewarm, Christ is not dwelling. Christ is not dwelling in them. Praise God. Let Christ dwell in you. Hallelujah. Let Christ dwell in you. So important. So important. He says, Behold, I, I stand at the door and knock. Verse 21. He says, To him that overcometh will I grant. So what he's saying. He says, To him that overcometh. Will I grant to sit with me in my throne? Even as I overcame and I'm set down with my father in his throne. Praise God. This is to him that overcomes. To him that overcomes. There's something to overcome. There's lukewarmness to overcome. Hallelujah. This is to him that overcome. You see, it's very instructive, right? This is to him that overcome. And he says, all of you, I will grant to seek. Would have said that, right? At least that's the way some, some people preach today, you know? <laughs> all of, you know, once you're a Christian, you will be grant to seek in my father. That, you know what? I mean, if some of the pastors today want to say what we say people, they are the ones that wrote this book. <laughs> That's what they will say. 
But look at what the Lord says. It says, to him that overcome it. It's very instructive. To him that overcome it. Are you seeing that? It's in your Bible. This I will give all of you. Whether you are lukewarm, whether you are cold or hot, I will grant all of you to sit in my father's kingdom. <laughs> Is that what he said? What does he say? He says to him that what? That overcome it. To him that overcome it. I will grant to sit with me in my throne. To him that what? Overcome it. I want it to sink into your heart. To him that what? Overcome it. He knows why he he knows why he said this. Jesus doesn't just talk. Amen. He gives you hints. He, he, He knows what he's saying. It is to him that overcometh. To the Christian that overcometh. Hallelujah. See, I'm an overcomer. Yeah, yeah, you got to be. You got to be. You know, when you see this kind of things, you got to sit up. Hallelujah. You got to sit up in your Christianity. You got to sit up. Because you want to be him that overcometh, right? Yeah. You want to be among those that overcome. Amen. It's telling you those are the people that are going for first flights. Those that overcome. Amen. That's what he's telling you. Those who are going to make the rapture. He's telling you, it's those that overcome. Hallelujah. Amen. Those that overcome. In 22 it says, He that has what? He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith what? Unto the churches. That's another instructive term the Lord the Lord uses. When he says that, that means you are you are the one to decide your fate. He that has ear, let him hear. Say I have ears and I hear. I hear the spirit. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Romans chapter. Uh, let's go to Romans chapter twelve. Press go. From verse one. Romans chapter twelve. Are you there? Are you there? 
says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Hallelujah. Amen. It says, present yourselves to God. And be not conformed to this world. Amen. He said, be not conformed to this world. Be not conformed to this world. But be what? Transformed. Metamorphosed. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. Glory to God. He says, be not conformed to this world. Be not conformed to this world. But be transformed. Glory to God. You see, you need to understand that we are in the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. And it's important that you identify yourself with the kingdom of God. Amen. It's important. And you see, the kingdom of this world is in war with the kingdom of darkness that rules the world. Amen. You hear what I said? I said, we are in the kingdom of God. A lot of people are not concerned. They are not, rather, they are not aware that we are, we were born into a warfare. Hallelujah. We were born into a warfare. We were born into a warfare. The kingdom of darkness that rules the world, that seeks to rule the world and dominate the world, Is constantly against us. Because we are trying to bring the will of God in our world. And the kingdom of darkness headed by Satan is already dominating so many. Praise God. You know, sometimes people say things like, oh, it's the will of God. They say it all the time. It's very religious to say, oh, you know, if it's not the will of God, it won't have happened. If it's not the will of God, it won't have happened. And I'm like, you don't understand this thing. When you study your Bible, you will discover. You will discover. Something is the will of God, or rather something happened does not mean it was the will of God. Amen. Something happened doesn't mean it was the will of God. It's something a lot of people say. It's their mindset. Anything happens, so well, if if it's not the will of God, it won't have happened. Maybe God wanted it to be so. What are you talking about? First God. Second Corinthians, chapter four. From verse one.
Praise God. It is I know thy works, thy works. So hey, every Christian, every one of us, you need to be concerned about your work. Amen. You need to be concerned about your work. Are you working for the Lord? Are you working for the Lord? Because you are a worker with God. You're a Christian, you are a worker with God. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're not a worker with God, He will not look for works from you. Amen. Remember what it says in that John in chapter 15. It says, I am the vine, ye are the branches. It says, any branch in me that bringeth forth no fruits. You know the story. That's what it is. Fruits are works. Praise God. I see a lot of Christians don't even care what God wants from them. Their own is just to receive, give me, give me, give me. Receive breakthrough. Receive miracle. Receive. That's why you see many people going to different churches. They want that. They are seeking that miracle. They are in that program. They are in that church. They are from here. They are in the other one. Looking for breakthrough up and down. You can collect all this breakthrough. And go to hell. You don't know. Yeah. You can collect all the breakthrough. Praise the Lord. Are you there? It is therefore seeing that we have this ministry. As we have received mercy, we think not. But I renounce the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, he says it is hid to them that are lost. Praise God. Remember, Jesus has commanded us to preach the gospel to the whole world. Hallelujah. The whole world. And that day on Pentecost, the mission started. The commission started. It started with the apostles. And now it has come to us. And He's telling us something. Look at, look at what he said here. He says, if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. Who, who are they? Next verse. In whom what? In whom what? In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Hey, come on. What is he saying here? He's telling you the reason some people don't accept our message. He's telling you the reason. He's telling you the reason why many people around the world, they are not receiving the gospel. 
You find that in some places, in some cities, they preach the gospel, the gospel prevails. In some other places, they do the same thing. And the gospel does not work. Jesus Christ went to many places, and some places, the gospel worked. He went to some other cities, the same Jesus, the gospel did not work. They did not accept him. He says, in whom the God of this world. Who's the God of this world? Is he God of fact? No. Satan. It's God. Satan is the God of this world. Look at that. You ever seen that in your Bible? Look at what the Bible calls Satan. The God of this world. <laughs> wow. Wow. Is in your Bible? Look at that. Because the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Praise God. To shine unto them. Next verse. This is for we preach not ourselves, but Christ, Jesus the Lord, and ourselves, your servants, for Jesus' sake. Praise God. <laughs> let's, let's do that again. It says we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord. Amen. What do we preach? Christ Jesus the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what we preach. We don't preach ourselves. We don't preach God. Pastor General, we preach Christ Jesus the Lord. Look, there's so many religions preaching God. We preach Christ Jesus the Lord. Hallelujah. That's what we preach. Christ Jesus the Lord. Hallelujah. He said, and ourselves are what? Your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Praise God. This is God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. In that beginning, in Genesis, it says, light be. He commanded the light to shine out of darkness. This is a shine in our hearts. To give the knowledge of the glory of God. To give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So we preach Christ Jesus the Lord. Amen. You know, some people think, oh, you know, we're just, you know, any religion, just whichever religion suits you, just... No! A thousand times, no. The Bible says there is no other name. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. 
There's no other name under heaven. No other name. No other name. Given unto men by which you must be saved. There's no other name. You need to understand it. There's no other name. So this is this is the God of this world. Because I'm the God of this world. Satan is the God of this world. And he is wrestling against the kingdom of God. The kingdom of this world. Because you see, the kingdom of darkness, you see, has dominated the world. Hallelujah. You see? Has dominated the world. He's talking about the world of people. Amen. The world of people. But aeon. So the kingdom of darkness has dominated. Has dominated the world. Satan is in charge. And he knows we are the enemy. So, you're going to be, for you to be effective, be an effective Christian, a Christian that is hot for the Lord, you need to understand what you are into. You need to have full understanding of where you stand. Praise God. So that you understand the odds against you. So that you will be on Satan's side mistakenly. Because so many Christians are on Satan's side. They don't know they are fighting against God. Sad to say. They don't know they are fighting against God. First God. So you need to understand that yes, we are in a warfare. Hallelujah. There's something good. There's a job that has been given to us. Amen. There's a responsibility we were born into. Hallelujah. The fortunes of the gospel. Let's go to Philippians chapter 1. Verse 27. Say, don't be a lukewarm Christian. Be hot. Be on fire. Hallelujah. Be zealous. Be passionate. Don't feel I don't care about the things about God or the things about church. Don't be selfish. You think life is just about you. You, your family, your, you know, your this, your this, you know. No! Listen, hey, the kingdom of God is bigger than your family. Praise God. Oh, oh, oh. I got so much things to tell you. Alright, let's, let's see this, right? Philippians chapter 4, chapter 1 rather, verse 27. Are you there? He said, only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ. Amen. Your manner of life. He said, let your manner of life. Uh, let, let me read another version. So that you know, this King James English doesn't really give you the 
construction of today's understanding. Praise God. NLT. New Living Translation. NLT. Are you there? Alright, just look. It says, above all, you must live as citizens of heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what King James used old on language to construct. He says, you must live as citizens of heaven. Do you know you're a citizen of heaven? Are you conscious of it? I was talking to some people yesterday and they were seeing some kind of nonsense. And, you know, this, we're talking about tribal stuff, racial stuff. And, and, and I was like, your, the kingdom of God is greater than your race, than your tribe, than your family, than your nation. And I said, you've got to be kingdom minded. Your allegiance is first to the kingdom of God before any other thing. So in any area of your life, when you want to choose sides, you have to choose the side that favors the kingdom of God first. Before the side that favors your tribe. Before the side that favors your race. Or your country. Because we don't understand these things. We don't. We've not been taught. We just go to church every day, carry Bible, go to church and come back, you know. Money mass. <laughs> Praise God. They go to one hour service and they come and to them they have gone to church. No, no concern. No concern about the things of God. No concern about the, the, the kingdom of God. They don't just care. You're Christian? That's what, that's what Paul is saying. He says you must live as citizens of heaven. That's what he's saying here. He says you must live. You must. Look at the world that's been handed over to us. Look at the country that's been handed over to us. A country that our elders and those before us have been told, you know, keep religion away from politics. Christians should not be involved in politics. And and they answered, they believed and accepted it. And they left politics for the Muslims and the unbelievers. And now, they are ruling over the church. It's not that many are opening their eyes. Like, ah, no, 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 we can't, we can't leave politics. And there are some people, silly people, that are saying, keep politics here <laughs> Keep politics. Don't deal on politics. They are telling pastors, don't don't deal with politics. Face religion.
You know, we don't have much time on this, on this plane. <laughs> we don't have much time, so let's just, you know. Hallelujah. Let's just, let's just do our part. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people have messed up a lot of things and they've allowed the kingdom of darkness to gain so much edge and control over things. Praise God. He says, you must live as citizens of heaven, conducting yourself in a manner worthy of the good, the good news about Christ. There is a manner. It is conducting yourself in a manner worthy. God was with works. With works. Praise God. He says, then whether I come and see you again or only hear about you, I will know that you are standing side by side. Hallelujah. Fighting together. Amen. I told you, it's a warfare. Amen. Fighting together for the faith. Which is the goodness. Are you fighting for the faith? Or you think it's just for pastors? Just pastors. Same to everybody. Let's go to King James. Yeah, King James. He says that whether I come and see you or be absent, I may hear of your affairs. That you stand fast in one spirit. Hallelujah. With one mind. Striving together. For the faith of the gospel. Amen. You getting it? He says, even though I don't come and meet you, at least I will hear. He says, I will hear. I will hear of your affair. I will hear your works. Hallelujah. I will hear of your works. This is all of your works. That you are one spirit, of one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to become concerned. Hallelujah. About the faith of the gospel. We need to become concerned. We need to stop thinking only about ourselves, what our needs are, and understand that God has given us a work to do. And not to pastors only. Because a lot of Christians, they have that mindset, oh, he's a pastor, pastor. They, they leave all the work of God for the pastor to do. They leave everything for pastor. They think it's pastor that, you know, they, they have to mind their own business. They have, they have to do their own. They have, you know, is it pastor's business? Church is pastor's business. That's what some people think. Church is pastor's business. 
Church is not pastor's business. It's God's business. Amen. Correct your thinking. And correct others. It's God's business. And you know what? It's your business. Whether you accept it early or not, it's your business. Church is your business. Because it's your father's business. And it should be your business. Praise the Lord. It should be your business also. Hallelujah. Yeah. Striving together for the faith of the gospel. We've got to be concerned about how to move the gospel forward. Hallelujah. How to move the gospel forward. How to give the advantage to the church. It is leave as citizens of heaven. Your allegiance. Write it. Write it. Your allegiance. Your allegiance. Your allegiance should be to the kingdom of God first. Your allegiance should be to the kingdom of God first. Before your family, before your tribe, before your race, before your nation. Your allegiance should be for the kingdom of God first. The kingdom of God is the family of God. That means it's greater than your family. One time, they sent people to Jesus. Brother, the Jesus' mother, he says, hey, they say, hey, your mother and your brother are here to see. What did he say? He says, these are my mothers and brothers, those that do the will of my father. That's what Jesus said. His mother Mary, Holy Mary came, and the, bro- and the brothers came. And see the kid, they wanted to see him. Jesus was having a meeting. And somebody announced, sir, your, your brothers and your mothers are here to see you. Maybe the guy was tired of the meeting, wanted to go. <laughs> he told Jesus to take a break. And Jesus said, Yo, these are my mothers and my fathers. Those that do the will of my father. I said, the kingdom of God is greater than your family. Than your earthly family. It's greater. If Jesus could say that, hey, come on. His family came to sin. His family, according to the flesh, came to sin. One time, one time they said to him, as he was preaching, one woman cried out, He said, Blessed is the womb that you came out from. And Jesus said, Blessed, blessed is he rather that does the will of my father. <laughs> Praise God. I'll show you, I'll show you. No time. Next week I'll show you those verses. <laughs> As he said, she said, Blessed is the womb that you. He says, blessed is he rather that does the will of my father. I'll show you next. 
That was his mindset. One time, one time. He was, you know, by that well, and they came to get food for him. And he says, ah, have you eaten? He says, my food is to do the will of him that sent me and finish his work. He said, that's my food. That's my food. Has the work of God become your food? What's food? Food is that which gives you some satisfaction, right? Yeah. As the word of God, the work of God become like that to you. Something that when you do, you get satisfaction. Spiritual satisfaction. That's what he said. He says, my food is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. He was hungry. He was so hungry that they had to they say, Lord, wait, let's go and get food. But when they came back, he was he was feeling good. I'm like, ah, what's up? Have you eaten? <laughs> he says, yes, I've eaten something else. Spiritual, my spiritual food. First of all, first of all, amen. So important. The work of God has to be something important to you. Hallelujah. So, I hope you got that. Wrote that. I said the kingdom. I said your allegiance to the kingdom of God is greater. And your allegiance to your family, your tribe, your race, your gender, <laughs> your your nation, your continent. So important. You need to go and meditate on that so that it becomes true. Becomes true to you. It becomes real. You come to that level. Amen. It's because when you're going to take a side concerning something, you will check. The first thing you have to check is which side. Which side is? What's the side of the kingdom? Which side favors the kingdom? That's the first thing you need to check. Going to support any law, if you're going to support any uh, policy or any person, that's the first thing you got to check. You're going to support any group of people, you're going to check it. What's what's the kingdom? Does the kingdom have a stake in this? My choice. Does the kingdom bother which side I choose? Before you move to other areas, praise God. If, if, if a side, if one, if, if a choice would favor the kingdom of God, but not favor your family or your tribe or race, you go for it because the kingdom is greater. The kingdom is greater. Hallelujah kingdom is more important. Listen. Listen. Let me tell you something. It's an everlasting kingdom. 
Amen. It's an everlasting kingdom. All the rest things out of this world, the family, the race, the tribe, they are all earthly things. And they are they have no significance in the world to come. The only thing that has significance in the world to come is the kingdom of God. So you better choose right in any of your choices. You got to learn to think beyond this terrain. Hallelujah. You got to learn to choose beyond things about this. Oh, this thing. Oh, this thing will favor. Hey, this thing. Oh, no. Judge rightly. Amen. Judge rightly. When you're making your judgments, you consider what's the kingdom, what's, what's, what's the kingdom of heaven's uh, position. Praise God. Hallelujah. It says with one mind and one spirit, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Every one of us striving together, not just the pastors and the HODs. No, no, no. Every member. I'll show you that next week. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. You gotta be on fire. You gotta be hot. You gotta be hot. Amen. When the last days, it's not time to be lukewarm at all. This is, there's never been a, a more, is there anything like wrong guests? <laughs> time to be lukewarm. This is not the time. The time is short. Very short. The day of Christ is at hand. Praise the Lord. Amen. Say, I'm not lukewarm. I refuse to be lukewarm. I'm full of zeal. I'm full of passion for the things of God. Hallelujah. Go ahead, talk to God. Talk to God. You're of one mind and of one spirit, striving together. You're of one mind and of one spirit, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Full of zeal. Full of zeal. Full of zeal. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's rise. Let's rise. And begin to declare Rhema. Begin to prophesy. Begin to prophesy. Declare Rhema over your life, over your week. 
over every area of your life. Professor now. Professor. Don't be quiet. Yes, the lines are falling onto me in pleasant places this week. I'm making progress this week in the name of Jesus. I'm moving forward. Hallelujah. I'm walking in divine health. I'm walking in prosperity this week in the name of Jesus. Oh, man, Tarabaya. Glory be to God. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I lay up gold as dust this week. Oh, yes, I'm having breakthroughs. Oh, yes, my faith is increasing. My faith is increasing. I'm striving together for the faith of the gospel this week. Hallelujah. I'm passionate about the things of God this week. Oh, hallelujah. I'm zealous for the Lord. My zeal for the Lord is increased. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead and prophesy. Go ahead and prophesy. Go ahead and prophesy. The power of the Spirit is present. The power of the Spirit is present. Professor, Professor. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Victory is yours. Victory is yours. Be zealous for the Lord. Be full of zeal for the things of God. In the name of Jesus, let your zeal and passion for God increase this week like never before. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Yes. Be of one mind and one spirit. Striving together for the faith of the gospel. Yes. Yes. The Lord strengthens you. The Lord gives you more grace to do His will, to perform the work of God in the name of Jesus. Yes, victory is yours. Favor is yours. Everywhere you go, favor. Every door you knock is open unto you. I say doors are open unto you. In the name of Jesus, God is bringing the right people to your way. The right people to favor you. He's bringing them your way. In the name of Jesus. He's making the crooked path straight. For your sake. Laws are being made to favor you. Laws are being changed to favor you. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Favor is yours. You are blessed. Blessed with all spiritual blessings. In heavenly places. You cannot be cursed. Every curse is broken in your life. Every curse is broken in your life. In the name of Jesus. Health is yours. Be healed right now. 
I command that sickness to go. I command that disease to go. Be healed in the name of Jesus. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Be healed right now. I command that spirit to leave you. That oppression is gone from you. You are far from oppression. In the name of Jesus. Be free of that spirit of oppression. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Prosperity is yours. Whatever you do prospers. Whatever you lay your hands to do prospers. Yes, promotion is yours. Increase is yours this week, this month, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Give him thanks. Hallelujah. Grace to you and peace from God. I am Waleo Kiaina, pastor of Central Truth Church. I would love to specially invite you to Central Truth. You see, when you come to Central Truth, you see, it's not just another church service. It's a spiritual training institution. Many people go to church, but they are not experiencing spiritual growth in their lives. Listen, I tell you the truth. It doesn't matter how old you are, or how young you are. It doesn't matter how rich you are, or how poor you may be. God wants to make you what He talks about, like Jesus. And as you fellowship with us, the spirit of truth will build you up day by day service by service such that as the weeks and months go by you will easily see the changes and progress that you're making in your spiritual life and in every other area of your life so make it a date this Sunday I would love to receive grace to you if you believe in Jesus Christ and want to make him Lord of your life please say this prayer from your heart Oh Lord God, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I sincerely believe he died for my sins and was raised from the dead. I accept him as Savior and Lord of my life to live according to the truth of the kingdom of God. I am now saved and have eternal life in me. I am now born again and a child of God. Amen.